Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. Today in the studio. Hi, this is Nick Pineson. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be unexpected. A lot of the inspiration for this book came from experiences doing fieldwork. And I've been fortunate in being able to do a lot of different kinds of scientific fieldwork, whether it's digging up fossils, tagging whales, tagging the backs of living whales, or dissecting their carcasses. Those are all different ways of knowing fundamentally enigmatic animals, which whales certainly are. I was also inspired by the people I've collaborated with, and that includes colleagues who I work with frequently, sometimes I correspond with them daily, and other people who I've never met, people I've only ever known through their written word. And so all those different kinds of people have affected how I think about what I do and how I study the world, and specifically whales. So I wanted to share all those different interactions that I've had with people. And I think that the aggregate of all those stories tells us a lot about how science happens. I was surprised about how hard it was to record an audiobook of a book that I had written in my own words and for stories that I thought I knew inside and out. And I think a lot of the challenge was not just learning how to tell those stories again to a listener, but also how to make sure that I conveyed the right emotion at the right time. I was surprised by the amount of emotion that I had to put into text that I thought conveyed a lot of the meaning that I wanted to share. And so going back to these stories and retelling them in a way that a listener could understand them, that was a big challenge. And I didn't think that that would be as much of a challenge. The word I did not know that I was mispronouncing for probably the last decade is the word sieve. I thought that word was pronounced sieve. But it goes to show that even the experts out there sometimes don't know how to pronounce the words that they are charged with saying. What I'm most proud about with the book is setting the scene for how we do anything in science. And so what I really hope to do in the stories that I've shared here is place you in my shoes so that you can understand my thought process how you go about doing all these different kinds of science and hopefully maybe get a glimpse of my own inner life as a scientist because I think those stories are some of the most important for sharing how we do anything in the world. Getting a glimpse on the inside can be incredibly instructive and I hope I convey that. When I went through a lot of the different possible voice talents to read this book, the voices that I originally thought about were strong female voices because I thought that that would convey a lot of the gravitas but also the fun and the challenge of doing science. So there are people like Carrie Bechet or Amanda Palmer, but clearly I couldn't line those people up. So I just thought I'd do it myself. <laughs> but I'm not kidding anybody when I think that probably – the person most like my own voice, I'd like to think, is someone like Nick Offerman. So, Nick, if you're out there, this Nick would definitely trade a museum tour for a voiceover. So let me know.
So it may be surprising to the listener, but for someone who handles routinely fossils that are 10, 20, 50 million years old, I get a lot out of handling 500-year-old books. We have many of them at the Smithsonian Libraries. And so it's an incredible treat to be able to find a reference deep in the literature and then walk down to our natural history library at the museum and be able to access and handle that 500-year-old book, the physical object that's been handed down through human generations. Yes, it's not at the scale of a fossil, but boy, is that really something special to be able to handle that kind of material. And I'm so thankful that we have the kind of institution that safeguards and protects that heritage that belongs to everybody. The last great audiobook I listened to, I have kids. So most of my time is spent in the car listening to audiobooks of children's books. It's given me a new appreciation for everything that goes into an audiobook because kids' books are actually pretty hard to narrate. And now I have kind of a heightened awareness about what it takes to read one of those. In our queue, we have uh, the story of Ferdinand and also where the wild things are. Those are very easy to read, but actually way harder to do the audio, I suspect. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening.